If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's totally free and you will be able to get paid from your podcast with no minimum listenership. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Music, and many more. Join Anchor today. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Episode 2, K-Fonts. The B-Sides with K-Fonts, that is. Um, I am going to go over this album, Divide, by Ed Sheeran. And it is my favorite, favorite, favorite body of work by him. Um, It's probably actually one of my favorite albums ever. Um, This guy, he just really did it, this album. I think it was because I was in a place in my life where I needed it, and it sounded like he was in that same spot in his life, but this album really resonated with me. I mean, he gave you everything with it. You laugh, you cry, you dance, everything. Everything in 46 minutes, he gave it to you all. Um, it was released in 2017 on Asylum Records UK, a division of Atlantic Records UK, a Warner Music Group company. And he produced with other producers, but he produced this entire album, wrote all the songs. He's just really talented. And I mean, I can't get enough of this guy. Um, the album, it did start out slow, even though I just said it was my favorite body of work by him, but it started out slow. The uh, lead-off track is called Eraser. Uh, I would give that about a 3 out of 10, if I'm being totally honest with everybody. And then this was a single, but I did not care for it. Castle on the Hill. It was just like... I don't know, it was too sad in a way. Like, his friends died, parents didn't care about him, girl left him. Like, it was sad. Um, But then that boy starts to heat up. My guy has a song called Dive, and it's a love song. And man, when I tell you the next, like, five or six songs... Are he? Man. This dude. He was just basically asking the girl, is there anything that I need to know bad before I dive into you? Like, fall in love with you. That song right there, I was like, okay, now we're cooking. And then for about Five songs, he's cooking with fire. Everybody knows Shape of You. I think that's, like, one of my least favorite songs on the album. Just because, like, people that aren't a fan of Ed know that song. And it's just like, come on. And I think everybody has that artist where they're your favorite artist, but they have that song where people that don't even like you know that song, bro. Like, I hate that song. Like... 
I think for people that like Beyonce, I think Single Ladies would be that song. Like, really? Like, it's just catchy. It's a reception song, and we can be drunk and act stupid. But, like, real Beyonce fans, like, probably hate that song, I'm sure. And, I mean, I never met the woman before, but I'm sure she doesn't particularly care to uh, perform the song. But back to Ed. Um where are we at? CPU, not my favorite. Um, I get it. It's catchy. And also, he said when he wrote this album that he wanted to have some R&B feel for some of his tracks. So if you listen closely, I think they uh, switched it up enough in the arrangement, the studio, to where you really have to listen. But it is Shape of You by TLC. And Candy Burris from the Housewives of Atlanta actually has a Grammy from that song because of him. Um, but yeah, it was a nice nod to TLC, catchy song, but just not my favorite. But after that is probably my favorite song on this album and definitely like top three Ed songs ever written. Song called Perfect. And one day when me and Betsy take that leap and tie that knot. If it's not the first dance, it's definitely going to be one of those dances where all the couples get on the floor and dance at the reception. I love that song. And it's just like, no matter what, you're perfect to me. You're perfect in my eye. Like, I love that song so much. Um, if I was a songwriter, I'd probably write songs like that. Just to love because to me and maybe I'm just like weird I guess but to me it's just too much hate in this world and I don't know if you love like just love your partner just love your friend but just like anything talking about love I'm for it and I think that's why I really like Ed Sheeran like that because his subject matter even though it's for like his significant other his girlfriend that turned into his fiance and now it's his wife this was always talking about love and i think that's why he's one of my favorite artists okay so jumping back into this album next we have galway girl and that one's a dance song i like that one um something that you can have fun too Um, let's see. Galway girl. Yeah, I don't have too much to say about that one. It's just, it's a fun song, just to dance. Now, this man, and I was going through a pretty, a, a bad time in my life when this album was released. This next song is called Happier. And, man. It was just like... This man read my entire mind when he wrote this song. He said, I saw you walk inside a bar. He said something to make you laugh. I noticed that your smiles were twice as white as ours. You looked happier. Bro, and thank the Lord that I don't feel like that anymore. But this man 
said everything that I wanted to say at that point in my life. And I I don't know. I would love to meet this guy. Never met him, but I feel like we are pretty much the same dude. Like, he was born, like, two months before I did. I was. So, like, he turned 30 in February. I turned 30 in April. But this guy just, like, and I hope I'm not wrong because they say when you meet your idols, they're often different than what you expect. But this dude actually, he said every single thing that I always want to say in that song. Um, Next song is New Man. Now he's coming back into his own and he's like, stop hitting me up because I don't think your new man would like to know about me and stop telling me about him because I honestly, I don't care. I'm moving on. Life is great. I don't need you anymore. Thank you for the memories, but please excuse yourself out of my life. So that song was great. Now, these songs are still good. Reminder, the whole body of work was good. But now we're starting to slow down. Songs like Hearts Don't Break Around Here. Uh, It's just like, okay, man, like, what are we doing? Like, I don't know if the set list was out of order or something. Like, I just thought we were getting happy. Now we're back sad again. So that song I didn't really care for. I don't know if it was the music, the lyrics, or what, but it just wasn't for me. Um, how do I, what do I know? That song's good. He has a lyric in the song. I think it's in the chorus. It says, love can change the world in a moment, but what do I know? And I'm like, hey, dude, that's some real stuff right there. Because I think this world would be a better, better place if we just loved each other. And so when people put that in their music, because music makes everybody come together, it's just like, wow, this is somebody that gets it. And after that, we have, what will you feel? Um... Wow, I can't read today. How would you feel? Um, it's just asking her, how would you feel if I told you I loved you? Again, good message, but the this one wasn't really my favorite. Rolling into this next song. This one had me crying like a freaking baby. And mind you, my mother is still in the land of the living. I could... I'm texting her right now. I can still text her, call her, hug her, all that stuff. But this song is about his mom passing away. Oh, my God. If you need, like, a good cry and just uh, cleanse your soul, cleanse everything, and just, like, let all that stuff out, I suggest, especially, like, if you're... Mother or father is not here anymore. I suggest you listen to that. And um, my condolences goes out to you. But, man, this song, it's just like, 
it makes you appreciate those people um, in your life a lot more. So if anything, if you only check out one of these songs on this album, I definitely say it should be this. Like, it's not like sad over love or wanting to dance or nothing like that. It's just like, I thank you for being my mom. I'm glad you can be with God now. You're at peace. So I definitely would recommend that song. If you only listen to one one of these songs, listen to that one. Um, now we're partying again. We're having a great time. Um, Barcelona is the next track. And this dude in this song made me want, because me and my girlfriend, we talk about marriage often. And she's like, where would you want to go on a honeymoon? I'm like, Barcelona. And I wanted to go to Barcelona ever since I heard this song. He makes it sound so much fun. And, like, this dude started speaking Spanish. And just, like, the like the Spanish groove of the song, like, the musicianship, I will be going to Barcelona in the next two years. Mark my words. And um, the next one is up there with one of my least, well, yeah, one of my least favorite songs. Uh Bibia, B Y A. Don't really like it. I don't know if it's because I don't understand the title or what he was trying to say in this song, but just wasn't for me. Um. Then we have Nancy Mulligan. This is a, a song about a man named William Sharon and Nancy Mulligan and them falling in love and them making his dad and then them making him so just about his grandparents love story and the last track is a track called save myself uh it was a pretty solid song i mean it's nothing that i honestly revisit often um so i would say this whole album um it is some duds i mean i wouldn't say oh my god there's no skippers like i don't really do that with artists like just because I like them I won't be that biased like that so I would give it a solid 8 out of 10 um, it's definitely worth the listen um, but yeah I definitely say check it out um, in your free time um, don't quote me on it saying it. it's the best album ever in the world because it's not but it's a great solid body of work and it makes you feel every emotion so if you are a person that likes to feel your feelings like me, please give that a listen. Okay, we are back. Um, had to get something to drink. Did a lot of talking. I never went for almost 15 minutes. So uh, I'm back now. But um, this next segment I would like to talk about is called A Minute in Sports. Yeah. We don't always have to do music the entire time and then that'll be over. So I kind of want to do something else that I'm passionate about, which is music. So um, this weekend, yesterday, we just wrapped up the NFL draft. And I can say uh, probably everybody listen, listening to this knows that I am a diehard Arizona Cardinals fan. I have been a fan since 2004 or so. 
on that team, it was a black quarterback before black quarterbacks were really in the NFL. We had a dude named Jeff Blake. Larry Fitzgerald was a rookie. Um, I don't know if we had Anquan or not. I don't remember. Um, safety uh, name, Adrian Wilson. He was a dog. I honestly believe he should be in the Hall of Fame. And uh, Pat Tillman was on that team. Rest in peace. But, um, yeah, man, I think we did pretty good. Um, we got a linebacker, and I really, really, really like that pick because we were, like, from the opponent's goal line to the – sorry, from our goal line to the opponent's 20, we were eight, 31st in defense. So, like, we need – guys that's coming in there on defense. Like, yeah, we got a guard to help protect Kyler and all that, but our defense was the reason why we didn't make it to the playoffs. So I'm happy with that. What's this dude's name? That's why I'm, that's what I'm looking up now. Let's see. Um hmm. They make everything difficult. Man, I know he was a linebacker. Let's just say that. Um, from Tulsa, yeah. Okay, Xavier Collins. Yeah, he this dude, he was first team All-American, all that good stuff. He's a hitter, so that's exactly what we needed. We picked 16, yep. Um, had, had some pretty good sacks in college. Um, so we needed him, and... We're loading up on receivers, so watch out, everybody else. Um, I don't know if Larry Fitzgerald's coming back, but we have we got AJ Green from Cincinnati during the off season. Uh, Andy Isabella um, from UMass, and he's actually from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, so shout out Andy Isabella, um, and Duke can fly. He runs like a four or two something, so. We got him, um, Christian Kirk, of course, um, D-Hop. He's going to be the leading receiver on the team, obviously. Um, and we drafted this guy named Rondell Moore, wide receiver from Purdue in the second round, 49th overall. He's not that big, but he can fly. Dude is only five foot seven, 181 pounds, but he can move. So that's what we needed. Um, we got... Marco Wilson, cornerback from Florida. You know, them dudes are fast as hell, Florida boys. Um, so we needed help, defensive backs, because a couple of our starters went down. So, I mean, we can always use the depth for that. Um, Victor Dima KG, um, defensive end out of Duke, um, 6'1". 262 pounds. Um, he had 21 and a half career sacks, second most in school history. Okay, so we definitely needed him from Duke. Um, then we had a guy, Tay Bowen, cornerback from U UCF. They actually been pretty good in producing players in the league past couple years, so that's cool. He's uh, 6'1", 185 pounds. Um, 
he was a press guy, so and press coverage, I guess he was the man. He was like a Malcolm Butler type. Um, got a dude from Cincinnati. Wow. They've been going to the league a lot. Guys from Cincinnati. Um, James Wiggins, safety um, in the seventh round. Um, well, yeah, we needed the, the depth and all that stuff. Um, he'll, he'll be okay with Buddha Baker and all those guys. So, um, see, if he, if he makes the team, because, you know, seventh rounders, most of the time, they don't really make the final cut. He might end up on a practice squad. But um, we let's give him a shot, see what happens. Um, this was a good pick, and hopefully – if this guy makes the team 53-man roster, we can develop him um, because, obviously, he's a seventh-rounder, and um, we just got the guy from the center from um, the Las Vegas Raiders. I forgot what his name is, but he's no slouch. So if we can just get this young dude, because he's from Penn State, so, and they've had a solid offensive line, so he's no scrub, but he just has to uh, wait his turn, I guess. Yeah. Um, Rodney Hudson is his name, the guy we got from Las Vegas. So he's going to start, obviously, needless to say. Um, but the guy that we got in the draft seventh round, uh, Micah Minty from Penn State Center, he is six foot four, three oh one. So that's a big boy. So like, I mean, that's NFL size. So this guy, they'll just groom him and get ready. Um, don't really know who all the Browns got, but they made some good moves. And it's exciting to see somebody, when they get drafted by Cleveland, that the whole room lights up. Like, dude got drafted and was like, we're going to Cleveland. And then everybody, like, just got up and cheered for him. I thought that was great, man. Like, I definitely – I'm not a homer. Like, I, like, no Cleveland sports. But I, I don't want to say I dislike them. I'll say – no Cleveland team is my favorite team, but I always want to see them win because I'm 60 minutes down the street from Cleveland. So I always want to see them do well. But, like, so it's it's just always good to see, like, man, I get to go to Cleveland. And they're, they're on the upswing. So these boys, they get Odell back this year. They already got Jarvis Landry. Um, I think Higgins is coming back. Um, solid tight ends. Um, what's his name? Nick Chubb is in a league of his own. He, to me, is the best running back in the league. Um, and to jump back to Arizona real quick, uh, we got James Conner. So, I mean, he stayed hurt. But, I mean, we have a better offensive line than Pittsburgh had last year. So, we'll see. We'll give him a fair shot. But um, I am signing off, my people. Um, again, thank you for listening. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And keep rocking with me, man. It's only going to keep getting better. Um, I got my feet wet now, so I'm just doing my thing. All right, guys, have a good week. Be blessed.